Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. It's time to get scared. Well, we like to keep things a little scary. Don't worry. For those of you who are about to click off of this, there are people out there that that literally cannot, even with the scariest of things. Mm -hmm. So we will say that it's going to get a little spooky, but it's not going to get horrifying. No. We keep it light. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stories have like a happy ending. I'm going to say a lot because maybe not all, and I don't know all the ones that Allison has and vice versa. Right. So... I would say a good chunk mm-hmm. of the stories have a happy ending and they're not so scary. Right. But there might be a few. Right. <laughs> well, before we get started, I do have a someday, someday you'll laugh about, about this moment. moment. And I don't know. I mean, it's not like roll around laugh hilarious, but it's definitely one of those things that I'm just shaking my head like, oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. So I went on a work trip with my husband and a lot of times he does travel semi-frequently for work and I rarely go. Mm-hmm. And so this time wives went. And so when you're going on a work trip, you're always just as like the guest, you're always just kind of, you don't want to seem too forward and you're usually meeting some people for the first time. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, and then as, as a guest, you're a complete guest. The men that are all going, they're all there because they add value to the situation, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm just, you're a, just a trophy I'm wife. just a drain on the situation. Like <laughs> I'm just costing money to yeah. the people. So you're just trying to to tread to lightly, be considerate. to be considerate, all the things. So the night before we had been in one of the rooms playing board games and having dessert. And then that night when we were walking out, one of the men said something and I wasn't really listening. And then while we were walking to our own room, my husband said, okay, so it sounds like breakfast is at eight or eight thirty, I can't remember. Uh tomorrow morning mm-hmm. at this and this place. I'm like, okay. So I get up with him, get ready, get dressed, walk in. And there one guy is there and his wife wasn't right there. And I was like, hi. And he kind of gave me a side hug and I said, Where's your wife? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, uh, I think she's still sleeping. And I was like, oh okay. Like didn't think <laughs> much of it until the two other men walk in. Only. And they don't have their wives either. Yeah. And so I'm like Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. I don't think I'm supposed to be here. He's like, oh, oh, don't be silly. Join us. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I feel really dumb. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's okay. Sit down. Let's go. And (laughs) so I'm looking at my husband like daggers, not like mad, but just kind of like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because if I leave, Mm -hmm. that kind of seems rude or awkward or weird. And Mm -hmm. they're being so nice to me. Yeah. But if I stay... I feel weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I sit down and I'm like looking at the menu and I keep looking at my husband. I'm like, I'm going to go. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go. And he's like, just whatever you want to do. Like, whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. Like, I'm. it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't want it to be fine. I don't mm-hmm. feel like – I'm like asking the other guys, "Is your um, are your wives coming? You know, they're like, oh, I don't even think I told them about it. Like, obviously everyone <laughs> This was knew. a men's only business Worker breakfast. man breakfast. Yes. And I just am sitting there like – to do. I'm here. It'll, I think it'll seem a little rude if I get leave. up and leave. Uh-huh. But then I feel so uncomfortable staying here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then they were running a little bit behind to get to their next activity. Mm-hmm. And so my husband's like, <laughs> at the end is like, hey, so if we leave, can I give you the card and you just pay? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and so they all like get up and leave me alone Aww. at like a table for eight or seven or what I is six. And there's like a couple stand sitting next mm-hmm. to our table, you know. So I like grab the card and I was like, hey guys, like breakfast is on me today, you know. And so this couple starts to like giggle. Yeah. And all the men leave and they're busy in there. So I'm waiting. Yeah, for, by yourself, by myself, for a while at, at a table, table, at a big table, and I start to chat with the people next <laughs> to me. <laughs> so I have so many questions for our gabbers because now that we've had this podcast, I often think oh, I would love to poll our gabbers right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what they would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. A, would you stay or would you leave? So I'll ask you: Would you stay? Wait, was this at the hotel? So the, yeah, it was. Okay. With the, I mean, it's on the same property. Okay. So it's just down, like it's walkable, you know, back mm-hmm. to my room. But they were probably glad that you were there in the end, so you could pick up the table. They hurried to their next theme, <laughs> maybe. Um, because my first instinct is leave, but in the end, you actually did them a favor 
because they would have had to be waiting. That's true. They would have missed their tea time. And so, you know, once they finished breakfast, they were like, oh, yay, I'm so glad Allison ended up coming. You are so right, Britt. So (laughs) what you're saying is I'm the hero in this scenario. Yes. But my first instinct... I like it. But my first instinct would have been, I would have probably just taken off, honestly. Not even sat down at the table. Probably not. I would love to know what you got. would have done. But then you would have... But then, yeah, you would have lost that opportunity to be the hero of the morning. Yeah, and I And made a new friend with the next door neighbor table. The heroine. Thank you. (laughs) And it was funny because I start just as this couple hears me say... Uh, don't worry, guys. It's on me this morning. You know, mm-hmm. and they walk out. They just kind of start chuckling, and they're like, "So, like, trying to figure so, out, <laughs> like, is this like sister wives but reverse brother husbands?" I was like, "They were like, nice, nice. Like, breakfast is on mm-hmm, me." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, you saw him hand me the card, right?" And, I, and then I was like, "Don't worry, I have my own card. Like, I'm I not want, being held prisoner. Yeah, I'm not like <laughs> in a financially abusive situation. Don't you stress." But it was just funny because it's like his reimbursement card, you yeah. know. And so I was like. It looked kind of like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, like a trophy mm-hmm. wife, but don't worry, I don't look enough like a trophy wife Stop. to be one. Stop. So they're like, yeah, that's not the situation here. <laughs> like, um, that's why we have so many questions. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We just cannot figure out this this scenario. Sad. Sad. So anyway, I just, I still think back. I'm like, that was really embarrassing. It, I really did feel dumb. Yeah, no, no. I totally agree. But then they would have had to be late for their, was it tea time, I'm guessing? Yeah. For those time. of you non-golfers, that means when you start when golfing, you start golfing, not but when on- you go to tea to have tea. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little more necessary that you be on time. I don't know if anybody's having tea time for me. I'm sure they're going to be they're going to the be requiring punctuality. It is like it is tea time. Yeah. So I wouldn't second guess that. Um, okay. Well, tis the week of Halloween. All of a sudden, getting back to the 1700s, I like it. Well, the the tea talk has really brought me into British period culture, uh, <laughs> like a like a period novel. Um, um, well, I I decided to pull up like a few little facts about Halloween, and maybe some of you knew this already, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be fun to share them before we get into it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting um, to know that the holiday actually dates back more than 2,000 years. That's long. Um, I thought you were going to say like 200. <laughs> and, well, I think because the holiday as we know it probably is more like 200 mm-hmm. years. But this is 2,000 years because it says – I doubt it. I bet – I feel like it probably was like 1930 or something when people started trick-or-treating. Right. Well, get ready. So they said – so according to – this is a goodhousekeeping.com. Okay. Um, people in Ireland and the United Kingdom and northern France used to ward off ghosts by lighting sacrificial bonfires and wearing costumes to trick the spirits. I'm just wondering, like, what is it? They must have had some experiences, <laughs> yeah. Right, like, like some of you that have written in, have written us, in, yes. Um, because not, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I guess I do a lot of things out of tradition, actually. Right, that you don't um, even know why. Right, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, yeah, you're gonna. You believe so hard, and there's probably gonna be some ghosts coming around yeah. soon that we better hide and trick them. Yes, and and light some fire. In Scotland and Ireland, young people dressed up in costumes and went door to door looking for food or money in exchange for performing songs, poems, <laughs> or other tricks. So this really was a transactionary yeah. thing versus just knock, knock, candy, please. Right. Which, I mean, I like that they worked for it a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. Not just expected, but it makes <laughs> sense. It tracks. It's on brand with our society these days that we just knock and stick the bag out there. <laughs> there's there's some kids out there with some real talent, but there's also a lot without. Right. And you probably get some pretty interesting um, musical numbers well it would be funny up on your if you had different treats for how good the performer was you know what i mean like yeah mm-hmm. if you're doing that this, so this essentially is like american idol yeah. halloween style yeah. and it's like yes you're going to hollywood yeah. aka a king-size candy That's bar probably how it should be uh- <laughs> you know or no that's a no for me dog and you yeah. give him the neckos mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever is even still making Neckos for anything other than gingerbread houses is beyond me. Does anyone eat a Necco? For no, real. But I, I think every single person listening to this can like feel the texture and in their mouth right now. Can I you feel it? I think the Neckos actually might be Tums, but there was like the powder <laughs> that they swept up after they made the Tums. And then they're like, what do we do with all let's, this powder? Let's put it into let's a wafer. Let's press it into a wafer and sell it as candy. People will eat it and well, maybe it's like, it'll make their stomach feel better. Because they're eating a lot of candy on Halloween. <laughs> Okay, this one says, some Halloween rituals used to be geared toward finding a husband. Okay. It said, during the 18th century, single ladies devised Halloween traditions that were supposed to help them meet their romantic match. According to History.com, women used to throw apple peels over a shoulder, hoping to see their future husband's initials in the pattern they made when they landed. That feels like a really far stretch. 
Well, peeling an apple is already just hard to do. Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm like, so it'd be like all these peels. Chunks. <laughs> You're like, does that is that a? You totally morph it into what you mm-hmm. who you want to marry. Mm-hmm. It looks like an N and a B. <laughs> yep. When bobbing for apples at parties, the winner would supposedly marry first. So there so were some like girls a, that maybe drowned. This is like. A- <laughs> These are high, high stakes. stakes. Yeah. <laughs> the like 39-year-old gal over there is just like. She will not come up for no, air. No. She, it eat. is her turn. <laughs> Most spookily, they even used to stand in a dark room holding a candle in front of the mirror to look for their future husband's face to appear in the glass. Bloody Mary who? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the article yeah. said. Um, no, that's creepy. Uh, yeah. And I, I want to see that in the mirror. Yeah. I, um, I highly doubt anybody saw their future husband's face in the mirror. Right. Unless they if were. If they did, unless they I would just say that's a big red flag. Just get out of there. <laughs> or they were just in the forest eating some mushrooms. Right. And then they saw it. Right. But I mean, if it gives them hope. Mm-hmm. Who am, did you who ever do I? Bloody Mary? I think I it's did like, it a, lots a, of times. like a a young elementary school sleepover type thing. It was very creepy. Right. Ne- never saw Mary. Thank the Lord above. And I do think I saw Mary. What? But I think it's your own silhouette. Right. I mean, is it, I thought you I were going to tell me that you really you well, saw someone. Well, I was like, I saw, like how the is this only of a woman? Probably me, but you, yes, you know, because you have the lights off. Yes, okay. the lights are off. absolutely. It's only if you can see two silhouettes should you be afraid. <laughs> and we, the did. one, it feels explainable, <laughs> right? But we did a lot of things that brought in the wrong feeling, and <laughs> then we were pr- trying to pray it away. You know, and we do that now as adults. We do. Uh-huh. I do it. I watch scary things mm-hmm. and then I wake my husband up to pray with me mm-hmm. or to snuggle me. Because or to I'm watch scared. an episode of The Office so you can yeah. think happy thoughts. Yeah. Well, I just thought it would be fun to share a few of those um, little facts. But we also, you know, put the prompts out to the listeners this week. We did a couple of different things. Something that happened to you that was so scary and then ended up not being scary. And that's what we've done the last couple of years is like scary, not scary stories. Mm-hmm. And then also just the scariest thing that's ever happened to you. Yes. Um, so go back into some of the deeper places of Gabfest and you'll find if you're just in the mood for Halloween stuff this week, mm-hmm. um, go back and see if you want to listen to some of those episodes. I think they're really good. Yeah. The other late October episodes. Yes. Um, that's a fun time. Yeah. So maybe we can post the link in our Instagram or something in case any of you just want a quick listen. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get started with a listener submission because you know how you said we do a lot of things and then we try to pray away the bad spirits or yeah. whatever or the whatever kind of vibes we just brought in. Yeah. Um. So this listener said that they were at girls camp in a cabin mm-hmm. and they started hearing all sorts of weird sounds mm-hmm. and the lights were turning on and off, which oh, hang on. <laughs> so... Um, it's one thing to start hearing weird sounds yeah. like outside, like maybe it's a raccoon, mm-hmm. maybe it's a squirrel, the wind, the you wind brushing it. branches past yeah. the windows. But if the lights are turning on and off, no, I'm sorry. That I mean, how do you that, explain that? And plus, that means there might be someone inside the house. Mm-hmm. I repeat, inside mm-hmm. the house slash cabin. So anyway, they were so scared, they just started praying. Which yeah. I mean, absolutely. Well, what do you do? Where do you run? You don't know where the sounds coming from, right? Is, is it outside? Is, is it, it inside? inside? We don't know. Yeah. We need the Lord here. Mm-hmm. So then there was a hunker no- down and see who the most righteous one is that gets that spared. Survived. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there was a knock at the door. Mm. They all screamed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Of course, as you're freaking out. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah. no way, no way. Anyway, I don't know who the brave soul was that decided to go ahead and answer the door yeah. or look out the peephole. I'm not quite sure. But it turns out it was just a group of teenage boys. Oh. And were they cute at least? <laughs> that would soften the blow a yeah. little bit. Um they said that they were actually looking for some other girls that they knew. Maybe this was like a whole bunch of cabins that I don't I don't know. It feels suspicious. That feels oh. like my old pickup line when I used to be like, have we met? You look mm-hmm. so familiar. Oh, I was actually looking, looking for, for Megan. You for just throw out any other, girl name. I was actually looking for some other girls that right. were camping up here in this desolate cabin area. Right. Um. Anyway, but they were so mad, but also probably kind of relieved. So the boys ended up knocking because their initial plan was to scare whoever was in the cabin. Mm. And then they heard them praying. <laughs> and they were compelled to stop. They were compelled to by the confess. Spirit. They were oh. they felt guilty. Right. Like, like we they probably should let their, them know. We have driven them right. to literally the to their knees of, of in fear. Of the um what do they call that? Though I walk high, through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> to prayer. seek a higher what is power. That called? The Lord's Prayer? The, the um 
hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. The Lord's Prayer, I yeah, think. I think so. We always tout ourselves as semi-religious people, but here we are. Um, <laughs> Different religion than what we uh, practice, okay? And, um, but yeah, so yeah, guilt compelled them to confess. Right. And I'm gl- I mean, I'm glad that they all had a resolution because they would be up all night. Yeah. Imagining what kind of creepy things are out but there. But it doesn't sound like they were doing anything. They weren't like telling scary stories no i don't think so they didn't they hadn't busted out the ouija board nothing like that and i've never done a ouija board and somehow you have that just doesn't (laughs) seem to track with us oh and i mean nothing we did it for a really short period of time because we just felt like some each other was moving it yeah and we're like this is dumb and we put it away right so i don't feel like we at that point invited anything weird Mm -hmm. into our space because we didn't take it seriously enough we were playing i I don't know if i told this on the other one but when we were playing uh, murder in the dark Mm mm-hmm and the murder in the dark is usually where you hold hands in a circle. I feel like there's so many different ways that people have played right, it. Right. So we played it two different ways. So mur- the way we were playing it this time was we were holding hands in a circle. So you know that everybody has a hand. Like to if hold someone on lets you. go, you know. Mm-hmm. So we were all holding hands in a circle and then you drew papers of how many times you squeeze the person's hand next to you. Mm-hmm. And then when it like stops, someone gets an X. So when it gets to them they squeeze once or do something and then the person next to them is supposed to like fall back and <laughs> dead essentially it's horrible and then you join hands with the person so you're over them fake your death and then we'll continue on with the game right and so anyway slowly and then you reach and grab the next the person. next person's hand and then you just keep going round and round until everybody has basically been killed off down dead i don't know i can't remember if there was another point to the game other than that but basically what happened was one of our friends hair got pulled her bun got pulled <laughs> like hard right but um and but everybody in the feel circle like nobody swears. nobody had fallen down dead at that point so everyone was hooked up yes everyone swears that nobody let go of a hand i know most of them listen to this podcast so mm-hmm. if it's they time will to attempt- come forward if <laughs> you were like kept this life yes. for she 25 was, years this girl was beside herself she was <laughs> sobbing because she had a little high bun yeah and it pulled and she like yanked her head and was like well, who did that blah, blah blah and to top it off the friend's house we were staying at had no one home <gasps> we actually you know probably lied to our parents i don't know <laughs> telling them that a parent would be there actually uh-huh. it was like this girl's older brother who was like in college was staying there still very scary and he was gone until like four in the morning or mm-hmm. whatever and so we were home alone so we knew there couldn't be like a brother playing a trick or mm-hmm. parents or whatever mm-hmm. not that a parent would come yank a teenage girl's hair oh speaking of parents who scare their kids mm-hmm. this listener said uh her mom left her friend and her to babysit all of the siblings so i think that the parents were going out mm-hmm. and like so there was two families there okay so while the parents were gone two boys that they know came banging on the door and they said can we come inside and hide from our friend who has a paintball gun and that he's chasing us around the neighborhood <laughs> and she was a very big rule follower and uh-huh. said no you're i'm not allowed to have boys over while my yeah. parents are gone mm-hmm. and they're like we'll only be a few minutes so she caved and she let them in this is how i ended up <laughs> having is- a sleepover with boys at my house because same thing mm-hmm. and so anyway she said while they were in there for just a few minutes mm-hmm the mom and her friends pulled into the cul-de-sac and they immediately noticed the boys there oh, somehow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so the mom told the pe- the couples she was with mm-hmm. to turn on their brights and aim them directly at the door to shine through the windows mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. So they noticed the bright lights and opened the door to see what was going on. And as loudly as they can, they say, hey, kids, come to my car. I've got some candy. <laughs> oh, my God. And the guy, it was a man yeah. they were with. And they it's so bright, they can't even tell what car it yeah. is. You know, the brights are shining right at them. And she said he just kept saying it over and over I again. I would be horrified. And he was, she was like, I was genuinely, genuinely terrified. <laughs> like, there is a literal kidnapper on the doorstep. And he is brazen. <laughs> he won't take no for an answer. He's shining his brights in the middle of the cul-de-sac. A cul-de-sac? <laughs> so, um... I guess they did ask her mom while they were in the car, like, do you think this is too much? Because <laughs> <laughs> someone's screaming, crying, passing out. And, I think we've crossed a line. And then she said, oh, if it was too much, I would have gotten, like, some calls and texts from him by now. Like, they would have started calling yeah. me, texting me. Mm-hmm. She said, needless to say, when she finally came inside, she had many calls and texts that she hadn't seen. Oh, no. And when the adults... 
finally caved and told them that who they really were, the mom said that this was a lesson to never have boys over while she's gone again. <laughs> this poor girl. She was put through the ringer. Because she was manipulated by those boys yeah. to let him in. Mm-hmm. And then the minute that she does so, the mom and dad catch her. Mm-hmm. Catch her and decide, mm-hmm. well, we're going to be even funnier with this. And I hope that I'm that quick on my feet uh-huh. to think of that. Yeah. Because I feel like I'll just come in and be mad. Right. But it's like, might as well have a little fun with it. What in the Sam Hill yeah. is going on here? <laughs> I specifically said, no boys. And what do you have in the house? Boys. <laughs> this listener wrote in and she said she came home from work in college to find people dressed up like the red creatures from the village in her parking lot. Have you seen the village? It's creepy. Yeah. I think they're just black and then they have like a red hood. Hood? Okay. So they ended up chasing her into her apartment oh my and gosh. came and banged on the doors and windows. That is creepy. Terrifying. It's creepy. Yes. Because you're like, okay, they're just goofing off. They're LARPing or whatever right. in the parking lot. <laughs> Playing a little D&D role play. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, no, they're after me. Right. So- I am part of this <laughs> LARPing or whatever it is. So she tells him to go away and then when she opened the door to yell at them one ran at her oh like just charged her because she was probably like okay this is dumb this is a joke i'm gonna just nip say just get out of here this is not funny so her roommate came over with a kitchen knife oh and then another one called 911 yes yes this is it teamwork makes the dream work Um, turns out it was a sick joke the cops very sick emphasis on the sick The cops caught them, ended up being some guys in their war, their church, in their neighborhood church. Okay. And the cop made the them come over. The Spirit of Christ did not compel them. <laughs> so the cop made them come over and apologize. She kneed one of them in the face. When he, yes. Oh, so the one that tried to come at her. Absolutely. What would he expect? Yeah. Just to be like, just stand there and take it. You come can't on. take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Literally <laughs> get out of her kitchen. So he had a bruise for weeks. Yes. I wouldn't feel bad I like at all. It. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. I have to say, okay, so I know it's a joke, but for a man to be able to take a joke so far to physically accost someone, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. There is something in there. <laughs> oh, no. Not that yeah. he is a- Like, I'm worried about what his YouTube searches are. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, is that too far for me to say? Is that judgy? I don't know. I just feel but, I mean, like- But it is, it is concerning when people don't know when is when. Yes. Exactly, like no means no. Mm -hmm. And like if you've gotten to the point where you're terrified a girl, I think that was – you've got it. You've you've hit it. Someone's coming the windows and the doors and someone's screaming at you. Yeah, like don't enter someone's home. And I think that was – Right, come charging at someone. uh Because you will get accosted. I have questions. You will get hurt. Oh, my gosh. Okay, she sent in a picture just showing the um, picture of them coming over to apologize. Even so. I would just be like, you're not coming in. Like that was beyond. We are not friends anymore. No. Well – We've kind of been talking about how these are scary things that like turned out to be okay. Um, I told you about this. So we were in the market for a piano mm-hmm. and there was someone in my neighborhood and it's going to be so funny because she's a gabber. Okay. She told me that she had one that they've wanted to, you know, use and restore, but they just haven't had space or time to do mm-hmm. it. So she said, you can have it. Anyway, we get this piano moved into our home and it's actually really pretty and it's really cool. She got it thrifted, mm-hmm. and it's from, like, the 1800s. Cool. Well, one day, Spencer and I are getting ready for bed, and it's in the summer, and I hear this ding, ding. <gasps> you told me this story. Ding. Like, it sounded like the piano keys yeah. getting pushed. And I just, my eyes go wide. And you weren't asleep yet. No, we were getting ready for bed. We were, like, in so our bathroom. Like up and about. Yeah, we were okay. in our bathroom getting ready for bed, and my eyes go wide, and... Spencer goes, what? I go, oh my gosh. The piano. And my mind immediately. That is like totally like haunted. The Phantom of the Opera. I don't know what, but. So my mind went immediately to, we brought a haunted piano into our house. Yes. It's got some of those 1800 spirits in inside. And no wonder my neighbor was ready to give it up. And And you're like, how would she get rid of this cherished piece? (laughs) It's like Jumanji, you know, they're like, have yeah. this game. Wow, this um, handcrafted whittled game. Yeah. Um, and it's like, take it, take it. <laughs> we just don't play it anymore. Um, but they do say that like pieces yes. can, they, if you buy it and mm-hmm. move it in. So like, yeah. you know, that's a whole nother so reason I, to not get on Facebook classifieds uh-huh. or what have you. But mm-hmm. at least you hope that if it if it is, that they're very talented. <laughs> and that at least and if they're going to play, they'll, they'll regale something. you with like... <laughs> 
some really cool music, you know? Yes, yes. Th- that's the dream. Um, but yeah, Spencer saw my eyes go wide and I go, oh my gosh, that was the piano. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Britt, I just opened up a window and that was a car horn. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you better believe that I made him go down into the and piano just room sure. and just make sure. Yeah. Just tell me if the wood cover is still on or not. I'll sleep better at night. It, I will. Because if it's off... I'm going to have some questions right. about because I'm pretty sure it was down. Pretty you know, sure? Yeah, I'm pretty But then you play mind games but and you like, go, wait, well, I was am, it am down? I? Yeah, what? Or did they put it down? Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was a car horn and I felt okay. But I can't believe that's like the first place my mind went. Yeah. Was haunted piano. <laughs> <laughs> well, our minds do weird stuff, weird stuff and and – and sounds and things like that can be interpreted just mm-hmm. depending on – well, because you wouldn't think car horn because you don't know the windows are open. So mm-hmm. you hear a sound, your mind's going to go, it's, it's in, in the, the house. house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like what makes the same note three times in a row? Bing, right. Ding. But it was a distant It was feeling more like, like – All of a sudden it's like – I'm like, that is no car horn. Unless it's like a clown car outside. (laughs) (laughs) And the chances of that, I mean, what are they? Okay, well, this one, are we still doing scary, not scary? Are we just mixing them all in? Um, I mean, I think so far we've done scary that have some kind of happy resolution. Or not necessarily happy, but like some kind of resolution (laughs) that is can help you sleep at night. Well, now that we've covered some of these scary, not so scary stories that ended up being funny or silly in the end. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's move on to, we got to lower our voice okay, and get spooky. for Because these are actually oh, That really... sounded sexy. I'm not trying to be, I Let's promise. Spooky. I can't help it if I sound sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was trying to, when we did some of these episodes in the past, you and I, because we're we, fast talkers and, and we're chipper talkers. Mm, yeah. And so bubbly talkers, mm-hmm. we've been told. So I'm going to try to like slow it down and get you in the creepy mood. Okay. This listener said it's her one and only ghost story, but it scared the life right out of her. I have had pretty much zero ghost stories <laughs> and I hope to keep it that way. Right. But it's like my none and only ghost stories. <laughs> I know. I pride myself on having zero ghost stories. When she says she prides herself, she means it because she has like a theory that it, that like if you talk about the ghost, like if you hear a noise, if you just pretend that it's not there. It's how it'll, all good it'll people deal alone. with problems. Just pretend it doesn't <laughs> exist. And um, then she's Ignore like – Ignore the bad behavior. she feels like if you acknowledge the ghost, like, what was that? Who are you? Is someone here? Da, 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 that it will, mm-hmm. like, encourage the ghost. Just play dumb, you know, and they'll move on. They're like, they play dead. You play dumb. It all works out. <laughs> all right. Only they're not playing dead. They really are. Okay. So <laughs> one and only ghost story, she said. She needed to give a little backstory because what happened was her sister one night was talking to her about – how she felt like she kept seeing someone come in and out of her sliding glass door in her room, Ugh. but without opening it. Like in the Oh, night. like an apparition just floating through. Correct. Sliding glass doors in your bedroom. It, Wonderful stuff- in the morning light. Terrifying yeah, at night. Holy. Unless you've got major window coverings. Uh-huh. Don't you think that's kind of scary? It, I love the idea of having uh-huh. a balcony outside but of I my bedroom. Some, I, right. But I'm like, I need some major heavy-duty blackout curtains that yes. can be drawn across the, across the entire thing. Right. And maybe one of those things that they pull down at New York stores, the cages. <laughs> I mean, aesthetically, no. Safety-wise, yes. And, yeah. And peace of mind, yes. yes. So anyway, she said she had had this – she was telling her sister, this keeps happening at my house, <sighs> in my room. Um, and so she said, good luck with that. I'm not coming over. She has high anxiety already. So her husband kind of dismissed her, like chalked it up to uh-huh. like, you're anxious as it is. But all the signs were there. Waking at late hours, her dog's barking, making lots of noise in his kennel, also in the room and sees this thing, wakes her but husband. That, oh, the husband's asleep during all this? Yeah. And so she wakes her husband up. And as soon as she would wake the husband up, it would be, be gone. gone. This, the, this whatever that came through the glass door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she took some advice from some of her church friends and commanded <laughs> that thing to go away. Go away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, summoned some of the good spirits mm-hmm. to come in and, and get rid of that. So luckily that went away and nothing and she was she was feeling good for a good few months. Okay. Well, flash forward to her sister comes to stay at her house with her mom and her brother and the husband's out of town. The mom and brother were sleeping in other bedrooms, and so the sister decides to sleep in with, with the sister her, with her oh, sister okay. in their master bedroom. And she said, "It's maybe ten o'clock at night, and they turn off the lights and they get into bed 
maybe just a few minutes later, she hears the dog moving around and making noise. She thought she felt her sister to get up to turn on the light to help with the dog that was making noise. Okay. So she sits up to see if she needs any help. But when she sits up, she sees this black <gasps> figure standing no. at the foot of the bed. No. She said, I remember it like it was yesterday, oh and now gosh. it's been over a year. She said the figure she saw was totally blacked out, oh. but she could tell it was a man with a top hat. What? Yeah. But it was kind of a round... Like a bowler. Top hat. Like yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Probably. Anyway, she's looking at it, realizing, not my sister. Absolutely She didn't not. go to bed with that bowler hat on. <laughs> I doubt she had one in the closet. Last time I checked. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you're... She probably wasn't fully asleep, mm-hmm. but you're, you're almost asleep or had been asleep for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then you're processing as you go and you're trying to make sense of these mm-hmm. things, right? So she said, after she realizes, this isn't my sister, the thing comes toward her no she explained it like a ghost rushing (gasps) like just rushing towards the bed yeah so naturally she starts screaming she throws the covers over her head (laughs) right before it gets to her oh and next thing you know her mom and sister are standing next to her Mm -hmm. the lights on and they're asking her what just happened and she said that's when it all kind of sunk in and she was hysterical trying to tell them what happened. She said the look on her sister's face just confirmed that it was exactly what she had <gasps> seen months ago. She had no voice the next day because of how bad she screamed and he probably took it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and she said, and she actually did not sleep well for quite some time. No. Because she was staying there for the summer. Oh, heck Probably no. not in that room. Uh-huh. You know, but when, when her husband was gone she probably was just sleeping in there she said that week they got someone over to bless the home absolutely and there hasn't been another incident since this is real and i believe it and, <laughs> um, i'm a believer um because when two people see the same thing and like i'm gonna guess this oh she said this is her one and only experience yeah. so it's not like she's had nightmares before that this could be like chalked up to a nightmare right like this is the only time it's happened to her and it just happens to be in the same room where her sister had the exact same Correct. experience right absolutely too coincidental to be a coincidence yes <laughs> you know what i mean i believe it but and they're always not uh, who am i saying they i feel like you always hear of ghosts that are kind of wearing really specific period clothes yeah mm-hmm. um so they can't be mistaken for um, vagabonds, just normal uh, 2023 vagabonds. Okay. Well, um, tell me what you think about Her- Heritage Theater, Allison. Just a normal theater, but I haven't Nothing. like frequented it. I've just been there once. Let me tell you what it looks like on the outside, an old church. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's an old building. It's cool. It's mm-hmm. got the steeple. It's old red brick. It's yeah. got neat architecture. It's a cool building. But yeah, it is old. So this listener worked at the Heritage Theater. Mm-hmm. She saw an apparition dressed in the clothes that he passed away in. How does she know? I don't know. Uh, Top hat. (laughs) Maybe she's just assuming. He looks fancy. Are you an apparition? Were you there? So top hat, Mm -hmm. white button down, black vest, black pants. She saw him walk up the stairs while she was there alone. So this is one of those things where you're like, I'm not asleep. Like Mm -hmm. I'm at work. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm fully awake. Mm -hmm. I'm walking Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I can't. Why would you be at the Heritage Theater by yourself? Theaters? Yeah. What? Speaking of what in the apparition, what in the heck? Yeah. Like theaters are, no, are what's are going known. on? It's because they, most of the time they're old. They have a lot of history. Yeah. And um, ghosts have to be entertained too. <laughs> and where would they go back when they were like, top I'm not hats? going to Walmart. To the theater. To the theater. Might they as don't well even go know what Walmart is. see some great musical theater. Didn't you see Hocus Pocus 2 when they went into the CVS or yeah. Walgreens or uh-huh. whatever and they didn't know what was going on? <laughs> so they go to where's familiar and that building was there when they were alive. You know You're making I mean? a lot of sense right now, Allison. I know. I'm just um, saying I'll be a great ghost someday. <laughs> I'll make a great one. All right. So um, it was closing day of the play that she was working on. Mm-hmm. And the light in one of the storage rooms would be on after she had turned it off. She was sure nobody had. I, I, don't wanna, I would guess. I don't want to doubt people. <laughs> I don't. Right. I but, just need to re- make sure that we've exhausted all reasonable explanations mm-hmm. before jumping me, to apparition. I, mean, I would have had <gasps> I used it in a sentence. <laughs> For me, I would I would be checking all my sources immediately because right. I would want 
to find the logical explanation right. as soon as possible or else right. I'm never coming back to work again. Right. And obviously, I bet she did or else she yeah. wouldn't be including that detail. Yeah. You know what she I mean? She wouldn't be like, it might have been a coworker, but I'm. it could be the ghost. Holy moly. And, but you know when you've had those experiences where you're like, you just know. Like, she, yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. just know that I, saw I that. left that light or yeah, uh-huh. I turned it off and it's on or whatever. You just mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And so there's just no way anybody could you, – you're like, okay, sure, maybe it could have been a coworker, but I just know. I know mm-hmm. I saw the man in the top mm-hmm. hat. And this show doesn't involve anyone with a top hat. <laughs> this listener said, one time she was having a sleepover with her college roommate's when they arrived at the roommate's house that they were staying at, I'm guessing meaning her parents' home, like the home she grew up in, okay. not her like apartment. Okay. Um, she said she kind of mysteriously told them that her house was built over a graveyard. See, I feel like that's something you just kind of make welcome, up. Welcome, welcome. Um, first things first, <laughs> we will be sleeping on a graveyard. Well, that's the kind of thing you just make up, right? Oh, yeah. I made just up a f- – To spook people out? I made up a few little things about our pool. Oh, that used to be like a great like a graveyard. And when they it, dug the pool, that like they, they found, found graves, <laughs> like to a couple people. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Just to see. That was the freaking episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it was that's probably where I got it. Horrifying. Yeah, and didn't the some... public pool was actually built oh, over my like gosh, yes. uh, and oh, my didn't gosh. the ghost like and go in the water? Oh my Helenor. Okay, <laughs> it was. I'm picturing it now. Um, so. It was built – yeah, the, the pool was built over a, a graveyard, mm-hmm. and but then it was now this, like, where the swim team practiced. And uh, – and <laughs> Never the, are you ever ghost, so vulnerable than when you're in a swimsuit and surrounded by ghosts. It was like a, a skeleton ghost. It was horrifying. Horrifying. I got to find it now. Are you afraid of the dark? The tale of the dead man's float. I'm sure. Zeke and Clarice. <laughs> okay. They always – they have to use, like – Scary names. Uh-huh. Zeke and Clarice find an abandoned swimming pool at their school where a secret is contained, is what like the premise is. Premise okay. is. Um, they've really got to bring that show back. Oh my gosh! With special effects the way they are now, it would just be way better. Next level. So her roommate tells her that their house was built over a graveyard. Well, they immediately did not believe her until they saw the gravestones. What across the street? Stop it! They literally couldn't dig a basement. Or they would hit the graves. What on earth are the Literal builders? Earth. Yeah. What on earth are these builders thinking? Have they never seen a movie? Also, these parents like thinking. They. They're they like, sounds yeah. like they built. Let's. Oh, they built the house. Well, it sounds like it because. Or she they said, bought it. Either way, poor judgment. Yeah, all around. <laughs> but at the at the same time, land is hard to come by, and inflation is tough. Yeah. And interest rates are off the charts. Yeah. So I don't blame people. It's like maybe you found your dream lot, and it just so happened. You know, there's bodies underneath that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh you just gosh. look the other way. I mean, some people it's like the carpet. Some people it's like you know you got to give a little here and give a little there. <laughs> um, so she said that confirmed. Okay, maybe there's like a little truth to this. Yeah, uh, they were going to bed later that night with that in the back of their minds. She said it really freaked out one of the very sweet innocent roommates, mm-hmm. and she couldn't sleep at all that night. The next morning at breakfast, she told the group that she was pretty sure she saw a ghost that night <laughs> and they were all dismissing her. No, you didn't. You were probably just dreaming because yeah. of what she said. And she just demanded, no, I wasn't because I saw a figure in the doorway and then he walked over to me and grabbed my toe. <laughs> then he walked back down the stairs and she was so certain she yeah. saw a ghost. They were all like, Oh, well, that's yeah, a little sure. freaky, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the toe grabber, you know. <laughs> but she said, I'm not going to sleep here anymore. Right. Like it was that strong. Uh-huh. So they told the roommate's mom about it and she was kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. I'm sorry about that. Sometimes weird things do happen though. Like <gasps> whatever. This mom knows. So I feel like this mom has seen some things. She lives in that house. Probably because she called them about a week later. And she says, hey, um, did that ghost you saw try to grab your blanket? <gasps> and the girl said, yes, he did. And he grabbed my toe. And the mom, then the mom told them that it was one of her sons who was getting a blanket from upstairs. Stop it. He had no idea they were all sleeping up there. Oh, my gosh. So her roommate actually did see something <laughs> and really did have her toe, toe grabbed. grabbed. I, but had no idea that girls were sleeping there. This is a whole other problem we have going on. How do you not know that people are sleeping uh-huh. at your house? Well, and you just go in and you're like, 
can't tell that humans are in the it's room. It's just a pile of blankets. And so you're like stumbling <laughs> around in the dark. because she was so scared. Yes. She really was like piled under a bunch of blankets. Right. Because I could see that happening. If there's one thing we've learned, ghosts can't go through blankets. <laughs> I mean, they can go through screen doors, glass <laughs> locked sliding glass doors, mm-hmm. but not blankets. Well, Allison, do you remember the story um, where it was on our dating episode where the girl dated that guy that was like a sociopath and he was like defrauding a lot of people yeah. and they ended up like re- on a chase and he was like in a barn yeah and yeah. They, they had to like track him down and he mm-hmm. was in the hay and stuff <laughs> yes okay he wasn't giving up easy no it's our last story of the most recent i think it was dooms dating yeah um but anyway so this listener says i was the one that wrote in about the boyfriend well <laughs> we all remember that one <laughs> she said about two months after they broke up she was back at home with her parents for holiday break mm-hmm. and it was the very end of december one night, she was home with just her mom. Nothing scary is supposed to happen in December. <laughs> it's magical time. And they made the mistake of watching one of those true crime shows on TV, like Dateline, you know, 2020. Yeah, the mistake I make like three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you can't really call it a mistake. It's just bad judgment. <laughs> yeah. So this particular Dateline or whatever it was, uh-huh. was all about a guy that killed this his wife. Okay. And, you know, not great subject matter, not super comforting. But most of them um, are about guys that kill their but wives. But it was also like the guy was like, you know, li- leading this double life and mm-hmm. lying and stuff. And so he had to kill the girl to try to Cover make it go away. Tracks. Yeah. Anyway, so she was probably seeing it as like, this could have been me. That's exactly how she was seeing it. <laughs> so anyway, while they're in the middle of the show, she hears a knock at the back door. Okay. She goes, it's weird because it's the back door. Not, right. Not the front door. Mm-hmm. That would would really weird me out. Right. Okay. So being already scared, her first thought was, it's Justin, that guy. And he's come to kill me because I found out about all his lies. (laughs) I wonder how... So this was how long after? Two months. Okay. So it's pretty fresh. Mm -hmm. So she brushed that thought aside, telling herself, don't be so crazy. Anyway, she goes to the door. It's... Justin. You're kidding. No, it is the guy. No. And she starts I thought freaking, there was no freaking way. She starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. He goes, is your mom here? And she said, yes. And she slammed the door. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, and so this seems like a trick question. Yeah. Um, is she home because you want to kill her? Or is she, are you asking if she's home to so, know if I'm alone? <laughs> so you can kill me? So uh, anyway, I'm not alone, but I'm also locking the door. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she slams the door and goes, mom mom like she's really feeling so shaky he's supposed to be in the clinker right right right. like he's escaped prison yeah like we all hear about those ghost stories of like the escaped convict right this is him and he's at your door and And you had a previous relationship with him yeah anyway she starts yelling for her mom because she's freaking out and like i need help here like do we need to call the cops what do we need to do right her mom is not responding oh my gosh she's going she's yelling louder and louder Mm -hmm. mom Wandering all around the house. Oh my gosh. And she goes, you don't know how many doors are unlocked. Right, right. right. Now. So she's like, oh my gosh, he's been in the house. He's killed my mom. And now he's going to kill me. This is it. Finally, she looks around one more area of the house and finds her mom sleeping. She'd been in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and as every mom, you're like, can I not go to the bathroom without peace, someone saying my, my name? Goodness. You're a grown woman. woman now, and I still can't go to the bathroom without you interrupting me. <laughs> so she goes, mom, Justin's here. Um, and she was like, I don't know what he wants, but it can't be good. It can't be good. Anyway, they then realized that he had left something at the parents' house. So maybe this was all. And you choose 10 o'clock at night. night and the back in the, door. Yeah, the back door in the winter. Like, to come. come to the front door. You are no longer welcome to come to right. the back door, like Kimmy Gibbler or something. Maybe like shoot a text before. Yeah. They were kind of like discussing this, like. Oh my gosh, he's here. And wait, oh, he might be here to pick up that thing. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it was kind of an expensive thing. And, and he's got to make bail. <laughs> <laughs> got to head to the pawn shop. So the mom got the courage to go to the door and he was gone. What? So she was still a little freaked out and wondering what the heck was going on. So she texted him. Yeah. And was just like, what's going on? It's one benefit about it being a real person and not a ghost. Because you can't text a ghost. Right. You don't have their number. You can get closure <laughs> a little bit. Might not be good closure, but. Um, he just said, you looked really scared when you answered the door. And I didn't want to cause a problem. I mm-hmm. don't think you wanted me there at all. So I just took off. Oh, okay. But she's like, that was 
seriously one of the most scary moments of my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And I like this guy is really been in jail. Yeah. And you were really watching a show where stuff like that really happens for real. <laughs> yes. I'm saying really and real the, a lot. What because are the chances of like what you're watching? Oh my gosh. It's like manifesting. Coinciding yeah. with exactly what's happening. Right. No. And so yeah, you would Terrifying. be like, this is my fate. <laughs> okay. This listener said she was a new mom and her baby was probably only about three months old. And she'd been hearing creepy stories recently about people breaking into homes kind of in their area. I guess the stories were that this person would knock on the door and see if anyone was inside. And if no one answered, they would break in through the back door. Okay. So go to the front door, uh-huh. knock, knock, knock like a normal person. What would they do? I wonder if someone answered. Then they, oh, is this the, is this is this the, the Joneses? Uh-huh. And then just, oh, yes, sorry, yes, wrong Yes, it house. is. Yeah. How, <laughs> what can I, if it how is? can I help you? <laughs> you would have to use like a weird last name mm-hmm. so that... They wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it is Johnson, you know, or whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, crap. Um, so anyway, one day she was putting her baby down for a nap and she heard someone knock on her door. And she didn't answer it in time and they were no longer there. Oh, gosh. So next thing she knows, she <gasps> sees a giant man walking in her backyard no. and trying to card her <gasps> back door. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yes. <gasps> so she instantly freaked out and she grabbed her baby. Yes. And ran out the front door. <laughs> to the neighbor's house and she was crying and freaking out like oh, I'm just laughing it's not because no, I'm like so co- sad again, it's coping mechanism yes. I, I can picture myself in this very same situation and behaving the exact same way yes and so she asked if will you pl- to the man it was a man home yeah will you please go check my house and she could very much tell that he didn't want to <laughs> She said, sorry, but there's no way I'm not going back in there. We've talked about this before. It really is crappy to be like the bystander Good Samaritan man. 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 Yeah. Excuse me. I think there's a murderer. Well, because usually (laughs) you don't walk. I would never go to a... If I thought something was amiss in my house, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't run to a woman and Mm -hmm. be like, can you come check my house? Uh I would find a man. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's one benefit of being a woman. (laughs) So she does walk over to her house with him and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden sees this giant man walk out of her front door it was her brother-in-law what (laughs) from out of town and brother-in-law and he called her husband while he was at work to see if he could borrow some tools and her husband said of course the brother was helping their sister at her home with some projects and she said this brother-in-law is six foot seven so definitely big the giant man part was Was real and true and not in her imagination she said needless to say her husband will be calling or texting her to give her a heads up next time anytime someone plans (laughs) on coming over but like like you said what are the odds of the thing that is happening in In the the neighborhood in the neighborhood in the rumors actually happening exactly to you your mind is bound to think that something really terrible is happening. Right. So I guess manifesting is a real thing. <laughs> the silver lining here, I guess the the good thing here is that that neighbor didn't come over with like a giant baseball bat or something. Yeah. Be, and started swinging. Although if I walked in and thought the intruder was six foot seven giant man, I don't think I'd be trying to swing a base. I'd be like, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> that feels Bringing in the big guns or mind. just actual guns at all would be good at this point. <laughs> Well, we got a listener um, who sent us a message, and she said that she's always kind of had these hallucinations. Okay. And Allison, when so when um, it was a voice message that she sent us, and so we both listened to it. And Allison said that when she listened to it, it sounded a lot like the night terrors. So if you're out there, Gabber, you might be having a night terror, but um, it's very real. I like everything she was saying. I was like nodding my head to mm-hmm. Brit. Like that sounds just like night terrors. Mm-hmm. And there have been times though that I have wondered with my night terrors, am I actually like seeing spirits? Like, are you that in that empty space between awake and asleep? Where you can see the spirits that haunt this realm. Well, and I shouldn't even be talking about this. It's 10 o'clock at night right now at my house uh-huh. while we're recording, but um, which is why I keep yawning. <laughs> There's been times that I've been like, well, maybe I didn't. It wasn't a night terror. Well, so this listener, she says that she has these, well, like you were saying, night terrors. She mm-hmm. called them hallucinogenic nightmares. <laughs> but I, to make things worse, she ended up living in this house that she's pretty sure was haunted. Okay. Because other people would tell her things that they thought they right. saw. Right. Yes. Okay. And so she was really having a hard time deciphering if <laughs> she was seeing a ghost. Like mm-hmm. she'd have these different incidences yeah. at night. Basically the worst person to move into a potentially haunted house is someone mm-hmm. who already has 
night those, terrors yeah. or hallucinogenic moments. Yeah. So she was having a hard time differentiating between like that was just a nightmare versus that's something that's really here in this room with me. And honestly, both are equally terrifying. Yeah. Because she said she, once again, that sliding glass door, she said she saw someone come through the sliding glass door. She said she woke up another time with a figure like standing over her oh next gosh. to her bed. And all of these times she doesn't know. She doesn't know if okay. it was her dreams or if it was real. And she said, but one that really stands out is she woke up to someone laughing. Mm-hmm. Maniacally. And, and she said it wasn't like, it wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. it was, she said it was like, <laughs> like smug. She like said it was like smug, a smug laugh. Like more creepy, like I know something you don't know type of laugh. Yes. Um, or you think that you're safe in here? <laughs> I just got in type, yeah. type situation. So she's like, I guess this isn't the scariest thing that happened to me. She goes, these are the scariest things that continually happen to her. Mm-hmm. She's since moved. But she still has the dreams right. and, the, and the and the presences. But she said appearing that to other people had experiences in that other at house. that house. Terrifying. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Well, I hope that they haven't been too scary, right? No, I hope We've we been... just got you in like the spooky mood. Mm-hmm. If you have more that come to mind, again, I think this is one of those episodes that when you hear it, you that stories will come to mind. Mm-hmm. You can send them in. We'll screenshot them and just throw them up on our stories, and mm-hmm. I think that'll be kind of fun this week as we approach. Halloween and just have fun out there, be safe. And whether or not you see an apparition <laughs> in your path, whether or not you're truly being haunted or it turns out to just be a funny joke or prank, just remember someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys, happy Halloween, and we will see you all next week. Eat lots of candy, dress up as something fun, and let loose. We've actually been going through a dry spell, mm-hmm. if you can believe it or not, of mm-hmm. Someday You'll Laugh About This Moments. And as much as I appreciate not being the universe's punching bag, yeah, <laughs> we need it for content. Spending was down a bit in 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. If nothing else, yeah, we didn't spend as much on trick-or-treat candy. because, But we spent a lot more on DoorDash. Jack-o'-lanterns used to be carved out of pumpkins. Or, sorry, jack-o'-lanterns. Still are. <laughs> jack Once again, traditions die hard. And I keep saying yawning, and then it makes me yawn, like right now. I'm going to not look at you, but I'm going to yawn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you guys, what the apparition? <laughs> like, this is a new word to me today. You, you've never heard apparition? 